millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. 
future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Nickel Bob Crane here, and we are live on Rumble. And I am back from my two-day hiatus, and boy, was it amazing. We finally, uh, it was the first night that we had our son, Van, go overnight somewhere. He went to his, you know, grandparents' house and stayed overnight. So we had the day to ourselves, two days, really, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I love my son, but we needed that break. And man, we spent all day together. We played mini golf. We went out to eat three freaking times. We watched a movie. It was beautiful. And I feel invigorated and refreshed. And so I'm a little bit behind on the news. This whole Biden classified document story, I barely touched it. And there's a reason for that because I've been so confused on what the hell is going on. Like my brain just can't comprehend what is what is happening. It, it, it appears that Biden's own aides, his own attorneys have basically turned over evidence that makes him look like a damn criminal. And this is just not the status quo norm that I'm used to. Usually, everything that Biden does is is covered for memory hold. And, the you know, the, this type of thing just doesn't happen. So I've been trying to figure out what's really going on here. Is this a big distraction? Is there something more to this? But, uh, and I think there is. I actually think that there is. And we're going to get into that. My theories about what's really going on and the things that the mainstream media is not talking about. So we'll get into that. I also want to talk to you guys about Stacey Abrams, another blistering loss for the Swamp Queen of Georgia herself. I made a YouTube video about it, but I haven't talked about it here. And the fact that, uh, frickin', what's his face, Brian Kemp is going to Davos. I got quite a few stories for you guys, and we just had some uh, recent updates regarding the Biden classified situation as they discovered more documents at his home in Delaware. So we'll get into all this, but first, a message from the sponsor of this show, My Patriot Supply. Guys, it feels like stuff is going to hit the fan any minute. Are you ready? Do you have at least three months worth of food stocked up? If not, go to preparewithnickmoseeder.com where you'll find new lower prices for My Patriot Supply. Save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit and get free shipping. And right now when you buy the three-month food kit, not only will you save $200, you'll also get a bonus for free survival spring water filters, which is a $99 value. During an emergency, it may be impossible to find clean drinking water, but with the pocket-sized survival spring, you'll have access to clean drinking water no matter where you are. Go to preparewithnickmoseeder.com right now and save $200 per kit. Your kits will ship fast and free. With the world on the brink of chaos, don't take chances. Go to preparewithnickmoseeder.com. That's preparewithnickmoseeder.com. So let's go ahead and start talking about Stacey Abrams first, because I feel like it's just a morale booster. I mean, I got a lot of joy reading this article that just came out on the Gateway Pundit, and I want to share it with you guys, because, you know, we we don't we don't win in court. We just don't. And, you know, when, when, when the other side loses as well, there's something gratifying about it. So Stacey Abrams' group ordered to pay over $200,000 after losing voting rights trial. Stacey Abrams just suffered a big defeat in court. Her voting rights group, Fair Fight Action, was ordered to pay 231304 in fees to reimburse taxpayers after losing her lawsuit, claiming that the 218 election was stolen from her. So basically, uh, the, the lawsuit was frivolous, and she has to reimburse the taxpayer money that was wasted on this case. Now, the basis of the case 
Obviously, this is about the 2018 gubernatorial election, which Stacey Abrams refused to concede to and said that she it, she was a uh, the, the election was rigged. You know that that governor Brian Kemp was the Secretary of State at the time, and she says that he used his office to leverage an advantage and suppress minority votes. She claimed that there was long lines at uh, predominantly Democrat and African American precincts, which caused voter disenfranchisement. And a, kind of a similar argument to what Carrie Lake said, although with Carrie Lake's situation, it was actually real. It was actually legit. There was four-hour lines because of machine breakdowns in Carrie Lake's situation in Arizona. You know, and uh, so Stacey Abrams, she tried to make the voter suppression argument. She tried to say that voter ID requirements, uh, that there's something called the exact match policy in Georgia, where uh, basically... It requires that information and registration applications line up with other information with the state and required voters to verify their ID before casting a ballot, which Abrams said was racist because it disproportionately affected voters that were black because we know that black people and I'm talking I'm, I'm not this isn't my words. This is basically my interpretation of what Democrats say. They basically make the argument that black people are just too damn stupid to get an ID, that they don't have ID. And so requiring ID to vote is racist. And in my opinion, that type of thinking is what's racist. To try to to try to say that you're, you're, the melanin in your skin makes you un, in, in, <laughs> incapable of getting a freaking ID, even though like 70 or 75% of the African-American community supports voter ID because it's freaking common sense. I mean, you need ID to get damn near everything in this world you, you need it to get on a plane you need it to uh you know you need it to buy cigarettes <laughs> you need it to buy alcohol damn near everything that you need you need an id but when it comes to casting a ballot well it's just racist even though in my opinion if you're if you're too damn lazy to get an id in the 21st century uh then you probably shouldn't even be voting in my opinion well, that's my that's my opinion but anyway so Basically, um, this 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 case was seen as frivolous, and now Fair Fight Action has to pay two hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Guys, it feels like stuff Whoops. is going to hit the fan any minute. Whoops, my bad. I did it again. But you know, here's my thinking about this. Uh, so maybe the election was rigged against Stacey Abrams. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me because I know Brian Kemp is a World Economic Forum shill, considering the fact that he's going to Davos. And he's he was one of the main people obstructing us in getting to access the actual ballots and basically didn't do jack shit about the 2020 election, which we know was rigged in Georgia. And uh, so, you know, it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me if Brian Kemp leveraged his his position to get elected to governor and rigged the election against Stacey Abrams. But after that, Stacey Abrams became a frickin behemoth. With this fair fight action pact, which is now spread like a, a case of zits across the, you know, the swing states, and she has taken in money from like, uh, you know, George Soros and people like that, millions and millions of dollars, and we know that she has uh, has this operation Souls to the Polls, and effectively, uh, True the Vote, they explain that Stacey Abrams is like the new money group running the mules in the election. And she's, you know, essentially paying people and utilizing the churches to get out the vote and paying people to cast ballots and stuff like that. So she 
Even if the election was rigged against her, she has now become a freaking monster and a force to be reckoned with. And all this money that Fair Fight Action has and all these millions being pumped into it is being used to rig elections. So if Fair Fight Action is taking a financial hit, I just get a lot of joy out of that because it's less money going into rigging elections and filing uh, lawsuits to try to combat Republicans passing voter ID measurement or measures and, and strengthening election security. So if they have less money, that's good. Now, $230,000 is probably a drop in the bucket to the amount of money that they're taking in. But still, it just gives me a lot of joy. And so that's pretty much it. Now, I did a short video on YouTube about that. It's also on Locals. And by the way, I want you guys to know my new media model. I want you guys to be aware, people that follow Nick Mosider closely, here's what we're doing. I'm uploading videos, short clips to YouTube, and I'm also uploading them to Locals. So if you're on Locals, then you'll get all the same videos. If you hate CommieTube and you don't want to be over there, then you can get those at Locals at nickmosider.locals.com. And effectively, what I'm trying to do is build up a YouTube channel. I know I'm going to get banned. I know it's temporary. But if I can get a video to go viral where I tell people, hey, go to my Rumble channel, then we can effectively grow this platform, which has been pretty stagnant for quite a while. So that's the media model. That's the plan. You'll also get exclusive videos over on Locals. Uh, for supporters. It's it's free to sign up. You'll get all those videos for free, but then there's an extra video or an extra live stream every week. So it's just an added bonus for being a supporter. Now, let's get into talking about this Biden classified documents situation, okay? Because this is the talk of the town. There's really not much else we can talk about because this is, uh, this is just, I mean, the, the news... Right now is kind of slow. Let's be honest. It's kind of slow. The only thing that's happening right now is this situation. So I'm a little late on the draw, but I got an int- you know, Nick Mosider, you know, his perspective's valuable, so I got to w- put my two cents on this thing. So first of all, like I said in the beginning of this show, there's one question just burning a hole in my mind that I can't seem to answer, and that is why Biden's own attorneys turn these documents over and allow this big scandal to happen. I mean, I just can't for the life of me fathom why that happened. I, like, did they set them up? Is this, is this, somebody told me in, in the comment section of my telegram, they said, maybe it's because they're trying to take out Biden. They're trying to damage him and destroy him so that they can prop up Newsom in 2024 like they're done with biden they don't need him anymore so they're just going to start damaging him politically like they do donald trump they're trying to inflict damage and i don't know if i go for that man because the thing is if you look at how the legacy media and all these shills are spinning this and trying to downplay it and trying to run cover for biden those two things don't add up because if this was about inflicting damage then they would be blowing this out of proportion, they would be exaggerating the hell out of it, and they would be calling on the DOJ to prosecute and raid his house, right? But that's not what they're doing. So something tells me, you know, this is maybe a genuine slip that, that maybe that maybe they got caught. Uh, I, I really don't know. Or maybe, maybe Biden's attorneys are white hats. Maybe, maybe this is part of the plume. <laughs> no, no okay so i probably pissed a couple of y'all all right now so i i think uh either this is legit or this is a distraction from something else 
It, it's got to be one or the other. But everyone is talking about this in a certain light. Everybody's talking about this in a certain context and focusing on specific things that I do feel like is a distraction. I feel like the media is taking this situation and spinning it and leading us all down a certain path so that we look over here, but we don't look over here, okay? And I think right now, what they want is for you and I to have the conversation about how Biden is a freaking hypocrite and how, you know, this dampens and, and destroys the Mar-a-Lago investigation. Trump is innocent because, you know, Biden did the same thing or, you know, saying they should treat Biden exactly the same as Trump because, um, you know, Biden did the same exact thing, blah, blah, blah. I think that's the conversation that they want us to have, but they don't want us to look uh you know, at the the China connection, because there's a big, big China connection here that obviously corroborates the Hunter Biden laptop in many, many, many ways. And Fox News has hit on it a little bit. They're starting to talk about it. They're starting to, you know, look under those rocks. But I feel like it's uh, it's it's definitely something more people need to be talking about. And that's what we should be focusing on. Because, you know, if we're going to sit here and try to call... If we're going to sit here and try to get the, the DOJ, Merrick Garland, to prosecute Biden and raid his homes, you know, it's just not going to happen. It's just, that's not going to happen. That is a dead-end road. That's a nothing burger. Merrick Garland apparently is supposed to give some sort of press briefing or some sort of announcement at 1.15 p.m. today. And I just imagine he's going to say, this is part of an ongoing investigation, and uh, we can't release too many details. Uh, we can't talk about it because it's this is part of an investigation. That's what they always say. That's all that we ever get. They never answer any re- legitimate questions. They never give any real information. But uh, he's supposed to talk about this at 1.15 p.m., right? And uh, so I want to talk to you guys, shift gears here a little bit, I want to talk to you guys about what just came out about this situation because just before I went live, we knew that there was there was documents found not just at UPenn, but a second location, right? We heard about this, I think, yesterday. There was more documents. They found like 10 at UPenn, and then there was word that they found more documents at another location. And, and at first, we didn't know what that location was, but now we know that that was Biden's Delaware home okay so classified biden documents found in his delaware garage next to corvette i guess just sitting in his garage next to his corvette and this guy tries to say that trump is irresponsible and mishandled classified documents and how could he be so stupid and how could he be so foolish and irresponsible this dipshit had classified documents next to his corvette in his garage (laughs) what the hell dude So, Washington, President Biden admitted Thursday that more classified documents were found inside his Delaware garage near his Corvette after the revelation Monday that 10 sensitive documents were found at Biden's former think tank office in Washington. And by the way, I think just you you, you can't use the words think tank and Biden in the same sentence. It's offensive. This dude, this dude doesn't do any thinking. Okay. Maybe his diaper tank, Biden's diaper tank. But come on, we can't be calling this a think tank. So, 
This was just released. The jaw-dropping disclosure comes as the Justice Department reviews whether Biden mishandled classified information, a potential crime, after he left office as vice president in 2017. Attorney General Merrick Garland was due to make a statement at 1.15 p.m. Uh, And he was questioned. Classified uh, Classified materials next to your Corvette? What were you thinking? Fox News reporter Peter Ducey asked Biden after he spoke about inflation. And Biden replied by saying, my Corvette is in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like they're sitting out on the street. All right, brother. Uh, he's not my brother. Why did I just say brother talking about Biden? All right, dumbass. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure... That Hunter Biden probably, you know, in the middle of the night, sneaks into your garage and pushes that baby out and ha- and takes that thing for a little spin all hopped up on Parmesan cheese. You don't, you guys don't think that Hunter Biden has access to this garage? So say, saying they're, they're, they're locked in my garage doesn't mean a damn thing to me. We know, we know damn well Hunter Biden uh, has access to classified documents because they're just sitting next to your Corvette. And, uh... So, what is that, Stingray? That is pretty nice. That is a pretty nice Corvette, I'm not going to lie. But anyways, so this this conversation continues between Peter Ducey and uh, Sleepy Joe. <clears throat> so, Biden said, as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Oh, yeah, clearly, clearly. Do, do you guys realize the, the the level of hypocrisy here? Because... You know, everybody's saying, everybody knows that Joe Biden as vice president didn't have the authority to declassify documents, which is one of the key things that makes this way different than what what Donald Trump did taking documents back to Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump having the ability to declassify, Joe Biden did not. But the, the, the thing is, Joe Biden as vice president should not have classified documents at all. It's not just that he can't declassify them. He should not have them at all. Okay? And so the fact that we're finding them in multiple locations, everybody's saying, well, he, you know, he was the vice president. He can't declassify. That's not what we should be saying. We should be saying, why did he have them at all? It's not the same as Donald Trump. Okay. So anyways, now here's the spin. And this is, this is what Biden is saying, and this is what... The legacy media is is assisting him in peddling this narrative, saying that you know he's fully cooperating and completely, uh, c- completely cooperating with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, he says, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents might, from my time as vice president, were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents with classified markings in storage areas and file cabinets in my home and personal library. Biden added the part the Department of Justice was immediately notified and the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the documents. So you're going to see we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Moments earlier, White House Special Counsel Richard Sauber made the initial disclosure in a written statement saying, quote, following the discovery of government documents at the Penn Biden Center in November 2022 and coordinating closely with the Department of Justice. The president's lawyers have searched the president's Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Do you guys know I'm from Delaware? Yeah, I mean, I spent like my entire childhood going back and forth to Rehoboth Beach. And so, <laughs> I, listen, this we don't claim Joe Biden in Delaware. 
We, we, we don't recognize him. We don't claim him. But yeah, yeah, his <laughs> yeah, his uh, his Corvette's a gas guzzler, Roy. What a freaking hypocrite, man. These people that lecture us about how we need to save the planet, drive electric vehicles, walk everywhere, you know, drive a 10-speed. This dude's out here driving a freaking Stingray Corvette lecturing us. Give me a break. So anyways, <clears throat> they say the other locations where files from the, his vice presidential office might have been shipped in the course of the 2017 transition, the lawyers completed that review last night. During the review, the lawyers discovered among personal and political papers a small number of additional Obama-Biden administ- Obama administration records with classified markings. All but one of these documents were found in storage space in the president's Wilmington residence garage. One document consisting of one page was discovered among stored materials in an adjacent room. No documents were found in the Rehoboth Beach residence. Sauber added, quote, as, as was done in the case of the Penn Biden Center, the DOJ was immediately notified and the lawyers arranged for the, the DOJ to take possession of these documents. So, this is like, like CNN is peddling this narrative. I saw this tweet from CNN Politics and this is what they're doing. They're, they're trying to draw a clear distinction between the two classified document cases involving uh, Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. Now, look at this illustration here. So they're, they're saying that, you know, Donald Trump had 160 plus uh, top secret documents. There's secret documents and 60 top secret. He was under investigation for obstruction and the FBI and an, there was an FBI search after he ignored a subpoena whereas on the other hand Joe Biden had less than uh, 12 some were top secret but not all of course he was cooperating and lawyers found and alerted the archives so basically Joe Biden did everything he was supposed to do whereas Donald Trump was obstructing justice and ignored a subpoena so <clears throat> this is this is the spin. They're saying this is this is what they're going to say, and this is why Merrick Garland is going to do absolutely nothing, probably less than nothing, um, because they've 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 tried to say, and I know this story in and out because I you know I was reporting on this as it was happening, that you know yes there was a subpoena for you know Donald Trump's documents at Mar-a-Lago, and there was uh, attorneys for Donald Trump. That said, they conducted a diligent search, and everything that they could find was turned over to the FBI, right? And they, uh, <coughs> after they submitted a sworn declaration that everything that they had found was turned over, there was some sort of tip that actually there was still stuff there. And the whole thing about this is that Donald Trump himself had nothing to do with any of that. I can guarantee you. you think Donald Trump was sitting, you know, going through Mar-a-Lago filing cabinets and drawers and all this stuff and boxes and stuff. No. He has people to do that for him. 100%. Like, the entire thing is complete and total bogus. Um, And so let's say that there were attorneys for Trump that said they conducted a diligent search and they actually didn't. Willingly or, you know, unwillingly, I mean, knowingly or unknowingly, well, that doesn't, that doesn't implicate Donald Trump. This whole thing, what we have to remember is that every single previous presidential administration had some sort of issue with the National Archives and Records uh, Association, but every, everyone from Bush up to Obama, 
And th- this is this is something that every single president has been through. However, Donald Trump gets some sort of uh, completely different treatment. And so we can't get away from that fact. We can't just start having this conversation like, oh, well, Joe Biden should be, they should be raiding his homes too. The whole precedent of raiding a president's home for, you know, for taking documents home with him, taking work home with him, you know, like it, it, it's absurd. It's the whole thing is completely absurd. But then again, we have to remember something about this that's very important. The key difference is, see, CNN wants to paint this narrative. The real narrative is, again, Trump had the power to declassify as president, whereas Joe Biden did not. This was all happening, you know, uh, after his time as vice president for Obama. So the other thing is, we just found out that Joe Biden had classified documents sitting next to his Corvette in a garage. Now compare and contrast that to the fact that Donald Trump had documents at Mar-a-Lago, which is under 100% security, the tightest security you can possibly imagine. Not only is he the former president, but he's also a super mega rich billionaire. Okay, And so he has not just secret service, but he also has private security. And it's the whole every square inch of Mar-a-Lago is under 24/7 constant surveillance. And here Biden has classified documents that he's not supposed to have that he didn't have the authority to declassify sitting next to his Corvette in Delaware. Those two things are not the same. And and yes, all 72 says nobody's asking how he obtained the documents. Who gave them to him? Why did he need them? Who is he covering for? And so I think that uh, I think that we have an answer to that question. What exactly was he doing with these documents? Why did he have them? And that lies in the massive amounts of of donations from China, the CCP, to the UPenn Center, Biden's uh, diaper tank. So check this out. I know you guys have probably heard wind of this, but let's get into detail. So, apparently, uh, there were $54 million in Chinese gifts donated to UPenn, the home of the Biden Center. The Ivy League College raked in a total of $54.6 million from 2014 through June 2019 in donations from China, including $23 million in anonymous gifts starting in 2016. So this would be, uh, you know, after he left. Most of the anonymous donations came after the university announced in February 2017 that it would create the Penn-Biden Center for uh, Diplomacy and Global Engagement. Joe Biden, whose term as vice president has just ended, was to lead the center and was also named a professor at the university. And we know this dude wasn't a damn professor, okay? Can you imagine sitting in a lecture by Joe Biden? Like, what, 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 what does this guy have to teach? How to freaking drool your tapioca pudding into your lap? I don't understand, like, how, the, how, how could you call this guy a professor? He refers to himself as a professor. But what we know is this was like a, some sort of an honorary title. He never taught a single class. So basically, he was raking in millions of dollars for, for doing abso-frickin-lutely nothing. And, you know, as they say, the apple doesn't fall from the family tree. We know Hunter Biden was on an energy company... And, you know, Burisma, he was on the board taking in a million dollar salary for doing absolutely nothing and having absolutely 
no experience in energy whatsoever. I, or maybe, maybe he did because he smokes crack. Now that I think about it, maybe, <laughs> maybe Hunter Biden was given that position, you know, on an energy company because they they, they assumed. Well, this guy smokes crack, so he's got unlimited energy, and that can be valuable to us as a company. I don't know. But anyway, so going back to the UPenn Center. The center, which is located in Washington, D.C., opened its doors in February 2018. And Anthony Blinken, who Biden named as Secretary of State, briefly served as its managing director. You don't say. You don't say. Oh, wow. So... Uh, the the former Secretary of State is getting, you know, getting uh, getting some kickbacks, you know, getting getting his getting his palms dirty here, and uh, that's a pretty big revelation. The Ivy League University received 15.8 million in anonymous Chinese gifts that year, including one eye-popping 14.5 million dollar donation in May 2018 record show. The flurry of donations may be related to first son Hunter Biden's business interest in China. Yeah, you think? You think so? 10 for, 10% for the big guy ringing a bell for anybody? The National League and Policy Center, a Virginia-based watchdog, alleged in complaints sent in May and October 2020 to the Departments of Education and Justice. In its 12-page complaint, the watchdog cited a 2017 text found on Hunter Biden's infamous laptop that CEFC... China Energy Co., which I think was, uh, didn't wasn't there a wire transfer from th- this China Energy Company to Hunter Biden to the tune of a million dollars, something like that. I know he got a wire transfer of a million, but and it was from some. I think it was from uh, I think it was from this energy company. But yeah, one of the firms that Hunter Biden had a financial stake in wanted to lobby politicians in the U.S., but did not want to register under the FARA Act, which is the Foreign Agent Registration Act as required for all foreign lobbyists. So effectively, believe it or not, it's actually legal to lobby politicians uh, via like, you know, a, a foreign a foreign company or foreign government. But you have to register under the FARA Act. You have to register as a foreign agent. And we have text messages, communications between Hunter Biden and Tony Bobolinsky, his former business partner, who actually said that Joe Biden was the big guy. Uh, we have text messages of Hunter explaining how he did not want to register under the FARA Act. And he said, quote, We don't want to have to register as foreign agents under the FCPA, which is much more expansive than people who should know choose not to know. This was from May 1st, 2017. And again, this is a text sent from Hunter Biden to his former business partner, Tony Bobolinsky. So a lot of things happening, you know, at the at the same exact time here. Right, right around you know 2017, with you know the UPenn Center for Biden uh, popping up in 2017 in February, right? And <clears throat> this is so most of these donations again came after the university announced in February 2017 that it would create the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, and we see Hunter Biden had you know text messages with Tony Bobolinsky saying he didn't want to have to register as a foreign agent to peddle influence on behalf of the CEFC China Energy Company. So this this 10% for the big guy, this is exactly, exactly what this uh, this points out. This, this is definitely connected. And so we have discovered that Joe Biden had national secrets 
at this UPenn Center, which was receiving massive amounts of donations from China. And we know that Hunter Biden, around this time period, was uh, one, you know, attempting to peddle influence on behalf of a China energy company. So tell me those things aren't related. Now, there was a, there was a piece to this. Uh, there was a piece to this article that I found just just interesting. Other Ivy League colleges have raked in Chinese money, including Harvard, which got $75 million during the 2014-2019 period, and Yale, which received $43.5 million, record show. So these Ivy League colleges are getting massive amounts of donations from China. And you have to ask yourself, what is Harvard, Yale, and UPenn? What are they getting in return? You don't donate millions and millions of dollars to an Ivy League university in the United States unless you're getting something in return. So so exactly what are they getting in return? I think we can only assume, at least in the in the case of UPenn, that it's uh, you know, foreign uh, uh, um, you know, our national secrets. Biden trading national secrets with the Chinese government in order to receive millions of dollars in return. It's very very simple. Can you imagine, can you imagine, right? If the if the documents that Donald Trump had, the, the the you know the classified documents, if they were found somewhere, like one of one of Trump's at Trump University, <laughs> let's say they were found at Trump University, and that and that Trump University had received fifty million dollars in in uh, gifts from Russia, just imagine that. Just imagine if this was discovered. The, 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 there would be a completely different narrative being peddled here. And, you know, it just, just, I, I just can't imagine that there's people out there that don't see right through this BS. I just don't. You know, if you notice the media, the media with absolutely zero information on the situation with Biden, nobody knows what these classified documents were. Nobody knows yet. But the media automatically jumps to the conclusion and assumes that there's nothing here Nothing substantial here. Nothing to see here. There was no nothing. Um, you know, nothing, it's not a big deal, right? But when it was Trump, when they found classified markings at Mar-a-Lago, they immediately start leaking to the press, the DOJ, and uh, the Washington Post, and all these propaganda pundits start saying that Trump is keeping nuclear secrets at Mar-a-Lago. They immediately jump to that conclusion. Why are we not jumping to conclusions here with Sleepy Creepy Joe? Especially when we see that this this UPenn Center is receiving millions and dollars, millions of dollars from China when we already have an investigation into Hunter Biden and we already have the Hunter Biden laptop, which shows that he was using his father's name and likeness to uh, leverage himself to get millions and millions of dollars. When we already know for a fact from the Hunter Biden laptop that Joe Biden has lied about meeting with with Hunter. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
active and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Biden's business partners, both in uh, regarding Burisma and China. We already know all this stuff. So, so y- y- you can't put two and two together here. And at least, you know, the media can't even speculate about that. This is just how you know the the legacy media is an arm of the Democrat Party. They are not peddling news they're peddling an agenda 100 percent. and each time something like this happens the the hypocrisy the double standards it's so blatantly obvious that i just don't understand how you could possibly still be asleep to that now what one of the things that we know is we know there's an ongoing investigation into this right and we're already hearing uh rumors and stuff like that that it, it, it may be more than two properties that they found classified documents. In fact, Biden even himself has suggested that there's going to be more coming out. So we found documents at UPenn. We found documents at uh, his home in Delaware, right? What about, uh, 
What what else is going to come out? That's the question. And where are they going to find more documents? Because there's there's something there's something that I want you guys to be full and well aware of. And that is this. I want you to remember this story. You may have caught it when it came out. Uh, this was from December 2020. But let's not forget this story. Hunter Biden called Father Joe and Uncle Jim's off and Uncle Jim office mates at building he planned to share with an emissary for chairman of Chinese energy company. New email claims. Okay, so we have emails from 2017. Again, right around the same time period, uh, which show that Hunter Biden requested keys from a property manager for his office mates, including his father, Joe Biden, and an emissary from a Chinese business partner and his and his uncle, uh, his uncle Jim. So let's get this straight. Hunter Biden, you know, we have uh, an office, I think it's in Georgetown. And <coughs> this office, Hunter Biden specifically, specially requested that four keys to this office be made. One for Hunter, one for Joe, one for Uncle Jim, and one for uh, emissary from a Chinese business partner. And Joe wants to say, and, and that guy's name is Gong Wen Dong, and Joe Biden wants to say that he never met with any of Hunter Biden's uh, business partners and, and had no involvement or no awareness of his foreign dealings. So so with this said, guys, let's let's speculate here for a little bit. There's a good, good chance that there's some classified documents there, too. And if that is the case, well, that would be a way bigger scandal. This would just, this would blow the lid off of this thing. Now, the question, I would assume that there are, but the question is whether or not this information will come out or whether they will rat hole this information. Because now that the DOJ has stepped in and it's, uh, you know, under the control of Merrick Garland, I wouldn't expect anything to substantial to come from this but <clears throat> reading on the email first reported by the daily caller and also obtained by fox news describes dong as the emissary of ye jingming the disgraced former chairman of chinese energy company cefc okay so at the time of the email hunter biden's company rosemont seneca was leasing office space from House of Sweden, a Georgetown complex that houses the Swedish embassy and also leases space to private companies. House of Sweden confirmed that Hunter Biden's company had rented space in the building at the time of the 2017 email, but declined to offer further details. So, uh, like again, the question is, the question is whether or not, whether or not, um, there, there is classified documents here. But even if there's not, I think that this connection between Joe, Jim, Jill, uh, you know, and, and the, the emissary from the Chinese company sharing an office space in Georgetown obviously connects with Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden's taken top secret documents from the White House to his, uh, his private home and his so-called think tank, or as I like to call it, the diaper tank. And he's meeting with Hunter Biden's business partners in China while receiving millions of dollars at UPenn. So you don't have to have documents found at this this uh, this office space. It, it doesn't necessarily have to in order to complete that puzzle. 
But man, the, the, the lid is being freaking blown off this story, whether they like it or not, no matter how hard they try to spin this. And it was inevitable. It was inevitable that people were going to make these connections very quickly. And that's why, again, I just can't for the life of me understand why this story happened. What's going on here? Why did Biden's aides allow this story to come out? This is just not status quo. This is not typical. So there's got to be something more going on here. And I just can't for the life of me figure it out. And if you know, let me know in the comments section what's your, what's your theory on this. And meanwhile, if you could also smash that rumble button, baby, because we got 453 people watching and only 64 rumbles, and you know I get butthurt about that. You know I get butthurt. And come on, relieve the pain in my rump by quickly just clicking that button. And I don't know, how are you guys liking this new rumble layout? It's looking pretty damn good, if you ask me. I've been waiting for Rumble to improve, even anything, man. Just give us something. It's been like 18 months using a Microsoft WordPress document, and uh, it's finally looking like a legit site. And now we have a thumbs up and a thumbs down. It's very simple, so people don't have to wonder, hey, Nick, I don't know how to leave a like. It's like a plus sign or a smash. I don't know. Like, people were getting confused. Well, now it's not confusing. So... Uh, so the, the, the Chinese connection is the big story that people need to be talking about, but also this, what we've learned is that they knew about this on November 2nd. This is not new. They knew this information. This was ongoing. This so-called investigation was going on in the background prior to the midterm election. And we have a house oversight veteran commenting on the Biden classified documents saying that this is clear undoubtedly election interference. So House Oversight Committee veterans said the delay in publicizing President Joe Biden's retention of classified documents from his time as vice president amounts to election interference. The documents were allegedly discovered on November 2nd, the midterms on November 8th. To me, this is election interference by omission. Mike Howell said in a January 11th interview with the Epic Times, does anyone think if this had been President Trump or any other Republican, the news wouldn't have been leaked um, immediately for political gain? We needn't wonder. Just look at all the affirmative updates, releases, and leaks in the Trump case. Howell was an attorney for the Department of Homeland Security under President Donald Trump. He previously worked as a lawyer on the House Oversight Committee as well as the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. And, uh, yeah, of course, absolutely, this is election interference. And we don't have to wonder what would have happened if this was Donald Trump because we saw them raid the White House, and then make strategic leaks to the media about nuclear secrets, uh, saying that he was obstructing justice, and... (coughs) And the entire nuclear secrets thing was totally and completely debunked. They did absolutely everything that they possibly could. They pulled out all the stops prior to the midterms to try to damage uh, Trump politically, and here we find out that prior to prior to the midterms, Joe Biden, and remember, the midterm election is a referendum on the president's performance, right? So I know Joe Biden wasn't running in the in the in the midterm election, but that doesn't matter because the the Democrats are going to perform based on how people feel about the current administration. And had this information, I mean, so so leading up to the election, Everybody was told, 
over and over again that Trump is a liability, he's a criminal, he is irresponsible, he can't be trusted, and he's going to be, you know, he's going to be arrested anytime soon. So inflicting that kind of damage on Trump, you know, and, and inflicting that damage leading up to an election and saying, basically tainting his, uh, basically tainting his endorsements, you know, th- that was the game that they played. Meanwhile, they had this information about Joe and they kept it. And this is right on par this isn't the first time this has happened. This is right on par with the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop. I would say, right? Didn't we get a didn't we get a poll that said like 17% of voters would have voted differently had they known about the Hunter Biden laptop? Well, we don't even know the impact that this would have had, but this certainly would have to some degree leveled the playing field in the narrative in the narrative war while they're trying to paint Trump as a criminal for what happened at Mar-a-Lago. So absolutely, 100%, 100% this was election interference. So we, we found out, we're finding out that um, that there was, there was the, the DOJ has infested big tech companies to suppress and silence their, you know, the, the Democrats' political opposition and anybody calling them out and exposing them. We found out uh, through the Twitter files the coordinated suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop and how that manipulated the 2020 election results. And now we find out this. So it just never ends. It's just absolutely never freaking ends. But this is more evidence that um, they, 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 they rigged the election and the DOJ is completely lopsided in favor of one party. The, the standard... By which Trump has to, uh, the standard that they hold Trump to is wildly different than the standard that they hold Joe Biden to. So, man, man. So, uh, Fender Bender DC says they want Newsom, so they are throwing Joe under the bus. Okay, so uh, you're not the first person to say that. Several people have suggested that, and you could be right. But then again, like I said, I just don't see how that's the case. When the legacy media is running cover for Joe Biden, trying to downplay this and uh, effectively trying to say this is a big nothing burger and Joe Biden's completely and totally innocent because he's cooperating. He did everything that he was supposed to do, blah, 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 blah. If they really wanted to destroy him, they wouldn't be talking like that. You know, they would they would be giving him the same treatment as Donald Trump. They would be raiding his Delaware home, but that's not what they're doing. So. I don't know what else to say about it, ladies and gentlemen, but it's still developing. And I'm very skeptical that this is some sort of psyop distraction. I don't know, man. What else is going on behind the scenes? What the hell is this all about? Let me know what you think down in the comments section. Now, I got just uh, just uh, one more thing just to throw out there. I know this has made its rounds, but again, I took two days off, so I'm a little behind. But here we have uh, we have confirmation. That Georgia GOP Governor Brian Kemp is heading to Davos, Switzerland to hang out and, you know, rub elbows with old Klaus Schwab and George Soros and the gang. And the question is, why the hell is Brian Kemp going to Davos? <clears throat> we know that uh, we know that the Democrats, they do it, and, you know, nobody bats an eye. Gretchen Whitmer, she went to Davos and... She went to sell out the state to globalists. So (coughs) is that what Brian Kemp is doing himself in Switzerland? 
So, the World Economic Forum released the guest list for its 2023 meeting in Davos, Switzerland. Many were surprised to find that it included Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp. Was any I mean, was anybody really that surprised? Because I wasn't. Kemp, who recently won re-election over far-left Democrat Stacey Abrams, will be in Davos along with the likes of Gretchen Whitmer and J.B. Pritzker of Illinois. Illinois. I think, is the S silent in Illinois? I know I should have probably learned that in fifth grade, but is it Illinois or Illinois? It's got to be Illinois. Damn it, we're live, and I just made myself sound like a dumbass. Okay, so anyways. Now, the question is why. Okay, and I don't think anybody really, really knows why, but this is not good for the people of Georgia. Let's just get that clear. Other notable figures among the invite-only group of attendees include former Senator and current Biden climate czar John Kerry. Big surprise. Okay, yeah. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. I'm shocked. Former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair. Wow. FBI Director Christopher Wray. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Arizona Senator Kristen Sinema. But, but, but I thought she was an independent. The CEOs of Amazon, BlackRock, and Pfizer, as well as executives of the Gates Foundation, Soros Organization, and the publisher of the New York Times. It's obvious why Governor Whitmer would be invited to Davos, because she has made her state a virtual playground for the globalist cartel led by the WEF. The WEF announced plans in August 2021 to establish a center for urban transformation in Detroit, according to a report by the Detroit News, which is basically like they want to uh, turn Detroit and pretty much all major cities into so-called smart cities. And if you haven't, if you haven't heard about smart cities, well, I suggest that you look into it because that's where they want to take us, baby. That's where they want us to be. Smart cities, effectively like, you know, what's going on in, with, the, with the Chinese social credit system. And it's all going to be under the guise of global climate, human-caused climate change. We all need to push you into smart cities. And we need to control and restrict your travel so that, you know, <laughs> everything you need is within a 15-minute uh, radius. And you're only allowed to exit that perimeter a limited number of times per year. Is that, you know, and that, that's, that's going to save the planet, everybody. Being under constant 24-7 surveillance, having your travel restricted, having facial uh, facial recognition software technology running constantly, you know, and everybody on either a bicycle, on foot, public transit, or electric vehicles. Man, the future is looking bright. Kevin Seawall says, you're no dumbass, sir. Thanks, man. I'm dumb in certain areas. That's for damn sure. I am dumb in certain areas, but I, you know, I do my best. So anyways, perhaps Brian Kemp wants to do business with some tech companies that will advance this concept in Georgia. Or maybe he is seeking more Chinese investment for other projects in his state. And yes, that's, that's what I think it is. That's what I think. I mean, the, 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 the CCP <clears throat> has really become the effective test grounds for the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab's agenda. You know, I've, I've heard Alex Jones say, like, look at what's going on in China. And basically, they're about 20 or 30 years ahead of where we're all headed. So whatever's going on in China, that's where that's what's going to spread around the globe. Uh, or maybe Kemp wants to learn more about the ESG movement in Klaus Schwab's fa- famed Stakeholder Capitalism Project. And we've talked about 
Uh, we've talked about stakeholder capitalism and ESG ad nauseum on this channel, so we're not going to get into that. Some have suggested that Kemp might just be going to Davos to gather information on a fact-finding... Yeah, a fact-finding trip, right. Right, because that's why they invited him. He's a sleeper. He's a white hat. He's going there on a fact-finding trip to, to, to gather intel for the frickin' white hats. Give me a break. Come on. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Kemp has always been a globalist. He has courted the Chinese Communist Party to invest in Georgia, uh, literally making promotional videos on how wonderful it is for Georgia to partner with the Chinese Communists in various business ventures. Kemp has also rolled out the red carpet for the ultra-liberal film industry to basically turn Georgia into California, trying to attract California's film industry and the, the ultra-liberals to the state of Georgia for Georgia's relatively cheap southern labor. And people wonder why Georgia is turning from red to purple. So, Brian Kemp is no principled conservative. The Davos meeting is for elite globalists in key positions of power in government, business, big tech, big pharma, and the field of entertainment. They will huddle in mostly private meetings to exchange ideas on how to advance globalism in the coming year, presenting their proposals and plans for how to use public-private partnerships to usher in what they call the Great Reset in the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is essentially a plan to digitize all living and non-living things on the planet so they will be more trackable and controllable. Yes, this is right on the... This is right on the World Economic Forum's website. You can look up what they describe as the fourth industrial revolution, the merging of human beings with big tech and AI. And when I say big tech, I mean like, uh, you know, merging us with technology, sort of like what Elon Musk says he wants to do with Neuralink uh, and, and say that that process is inevitable. You know, eventually human beings are going to merge with technology, so we might as well help to, help to speed that up. We might as well help to facilitate it and get all the global leaders on board in uh, creating a, a, a <laughs> all the global, you know, kid efforts, people that have sex with children and do, you know, satanic child sex sacrifice rituals and drink blood and all that stuff. All those people get together and plan how they are going to uh, effectively change the course of humankind and humanity, merge us with technology, upload their consciousness to a supercomputer and transcend mortality so that they never die. I mean, that's, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm using their own words, okay? Maybe that's not exactly what they say, but that's what they do, okay? And we know that, and it's that's not a conspiracy anymore. So, now they talk about the World Economic Forum was founded, blah, 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 and there's this last part, another possible theory for why Brian Kemp is going to Davos. What brings Brian Kemp to Switzerland to rub shoulders with the global elite for, from government, big pharma, and finance? Perhaps a hint was seen earlier in 2022 when Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced that he was awarding management of Georgia's voter registration system to a subsidiary of Salesforce.com. Okay, so maybe that's an indicator. Georgia... Uh, Delegating their voter registration system to Salesforce.com is an indicator because Mark Benioff is the founder and co-chairman of Salesforce and happens to be on the board of trustees at the World Economic Forum. So maybe that's why. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm not shocked at all that <laughs> I'm not shocked that freaking Kemp is going to, to 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 Davos. Are you? That shouldn't come as any surprise to anybody. The dude 
is a globalist with, with heavy ties to China, and he didn't do anything with, with the election corruption in 2020 and in 2022. And I, I start to think that these people that screw us over, you know, they do so because they're getting something in return. You know, all, all these people that go to Davos, these, these global elites, these rich, ultra-wealthy people or famous people, they know what's coming. They know where the, where the world and humanity is headed. And they think that if they abide by their agenda and they help to facilitate their agenda, that they'll be exempt and protected. They'll be part of the protected class in the new world order. They think that they will be above all of us, looking down on us, as we have all of our civil liberties uh, stripped from us. Because basically what stakeholder capitalism is and the, the, the World Economic Forum's Fourth Industrial Revolution, stakeholder capitalism is effectively the worst parts of communism and the worst parts of corporate fascism mixed together, blended, and, and, and on a global scale. And nothing like that's ever really been tried before. I mean, you've had communism and separately fascism, but never this... this uh, a bastardized version of the worst parts of both coming together and, you know, uh, world leaders all around the world helping to facilitate it. We've never had anything like that. And so these people, they think, uh, like these stakeholders, these corporations, big pharma companies and uh, the electric vehicle companies, the, the, the green energy industry, these people in the media, they think... <coughs> Because effectively, ESG, you know, environment, social, government, these these companies, they know that uh, this is where the world is headed. And because ESG is basically like a corporate social credit system, they know that if you don't go along with the, with the game, if you don't go along with the agenda, then BlackRock is going to... Pull investments out of you and invest in a more woke alternative. Um, they also know that if they play the game, especially—I mean, we we just saw it with the the big pharma companies. If you want a perfect example of stakeholder capitalism in action, look at what happened with the big pharma companies, Pfizer, Moderna, uh, and that's exactly what you'll what you'll get. This collaboration between. It's basically like crony capitalism. You have the government. Um, th- there's a declared pandemic, right? And then the big pharma companies, they get massive, massive amounts of money. And then they the, the government mandates their product on you and forces you to take it. You know? So that's that's how that works. So these companies, they make billions and billions of dollars by going along with this agenda. And so all these people, they want in. They want to be in. They want to be part of the little club because they think that they're going to benefit from that in some way. And they're also afraid not to because if you don't go along with the regime, if you don't go along with their agenda, then they will run you down into the ground into oblivion. I mean, ESG, it goes to the extent of, you know how like Amazon, Walmart, Target, all these companies, they... Barnes and Noble, you go to Barnes and Noble, it's a bunch of woke BS. There's like an LGBTQ plus section. Uh, you know, if you if you go into the biography section, it's freaking Obama and like stuff like that. So 
you, you look on Amazon's webpage during Pride Month and they got the LGBTQ rainbow flag and all that stuff. What they're doing is they're boosting their ESG score so that they're exempt from, I mean, they're <clears throat> so that BlackRock invests in them uh, because environment, social justice, and governance, social justice, like, don't you think it's weird that a company like Nike, Nike uh, was like all these, all these, all of these athletes in the NBA were kneeling during the Pledge of Allegiance, and their their <coughs> their support they're supporting this narrative that there's institutional racism in the U.S. And uh, pushing this Black Lives Matter BS, right? Well, all of those athletes are, they're sponsored by Nike, right? And I always found that weird. So it's like, Nike supports this. Nike supports BLM, right? The, Nike is concerned about the uh, exploitation of, 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 of a minority class, right? Meanwhile, Nike's, all their products are made via slave labor, you know, like over in China. So it's like Nike doesn't give a shit about social justice. Neither does Amazon. Neither does Walmart. None of these people give a damn. None of them do. So why are they doing this? And I figured it out, and it was ESG. I discovered it. They're trying to boost their social credit score because it. If they, if they put that little LGBTQ flag up there on their website. If they support BLM and, and, and racial equity and hire black people and, and brown people and, uh, <clears throat> you know, in disproportionate numbers and stuff, then they're, like, exempt from the World Economic Forum and BlackRock. Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is a member of the World Economic Forum, and they have $10 trillion in assets. So, effectively, they own everything. And they're an investment firm, but at the same time, Vanguard and... BlackRock, they're, they're like biggest, their biggest investors is themselves. So they effectively own, it, it's like, you, you can't do what BlackRock and Vanguard do as that would be a violation of your uh, fiduciary duty to your investors, right? So investment firms like BlackRock and Vanguard, they have a fiduciary duty to make money for their shareholders or, you know, for their investors. And they can't engage in this woke stuff, right? Because if you're starting to, uh, if you're putting money into companies that are, you know, like part of the green energy crap, um, and that's not the most financially sound decision, then you're, then you're doing something with an agenda rather than the interest of your investors, right? So, they could actually be um, penalized for that. But because they own themselves, then they are their biggest investors. So then they can do whatever they want. It's crazy. It's crazy how they have completely gamed the system so they can get away with this. Now they have 10 trillion. BlackRock alone has 10 trillion in assets. So they, they control the entire global economy and all the biggest corporations. They are beholden to BlackRock. They have to abide by the rules set by BlackRock and Vanguard. Because if they don't, then they're going to pull the money out. They're not going. They're going to pull billions and billions of dollars out of these companies and tank them, and then put that money into an alternative company that supports the the woke agenda. It's crazy, man. It's crazy.
Murphy's Law 1, good morning everyone, making my rounds, LOL. What's up, brother? So anyways, now I'm just rambling, ranting, but uh, it was, you know, it's good to be back. Now tomorrow, I've got a show set up with Leah Hoops and I think Gregory Stentrum out of Pennsylvania. And they have a case which was rejected in the lower courts, but now they're taking it to the Supreme Court. And it deals with the 2022 election, spoliation of evidence, and the corruption of the lower courts. So they're, they're going to come on. They say it's very important to have as many eyes on this as possible. I know we ha- how we feel at this point about court cases and the confidence in the judicial system is very low, but it's good to get eyes on this, and I want to hear from them what's been going on in their fight in Pennsylvania, because all we hear about is Arizona. So those are the two; those are two people that have been at ground zero from day one. You know, you got your audit the vote PA ladies, and you got Leah Hoops and Gregory Stenstrom, and those are the two 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 of the biggest fighters. Um, they actually testified in Gettysburg after 2020 and they've been filing lawsuit after lawsuit they were behind that delaware county pennsylvania lawsuit where they had uh the the video evidence of jim savage and james allen saying they're going to start a little campfire and destroy all the evidence uh from a foia request and stuff like that get rid of the pad and second scanners so that was their lawsuit leah hoops gregory stenstrom i'm going to have them on the show tomorrow at noon and i got to do a little homework make sure i'm prepared so I want you guys to tune in there. Also, please, I got a request. We're, we're, we're done with the news. Now I just want to um, beg you guys something. Okay? So here's the thing. Old Nickel Bob Crane here is putting a lot of energy into building up this YouTube channel, the new YouTube channel. And the reason is because, like I said, dude, I'm telling you, YouTube, the engagement, the reach, the chance of something going viral there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So all I'm trying to do is hit that algorithm one freaking time, baby. And every single video, I tell people, check out the rumble.com slash Nick Mosider link. Follow me over there. That's where you'll find everything that we can't talk about here. And I'm hoping to just get one freaking video to blow up, take off, and get a few thousand people over here before I eventually get nuked and the channel gets deleted. It's going to happen. So we're on a limited time basis, and I'm, I'm asking your guys' help here with helping me to make a video go viral. And I'll tell you, and this goes for anybody that wants to start a YouTube channel, I'll give you a little insider baseball tips on how it works. So there's two key things that matter on YouTube. One is audience retention. They look at how long are people watching this video. If they're clicking away in the first 30 seconds, it's no good. We're not going to show it to anybody. But if the people are sticking around until the end, it must be good, and then we're going to show it to everybody else. So if you guys go on YouTube and watch the video and watch it all the way through, that helps a lot. The other thing is they do something called impressions. So they'll show your video to a handful of people. It'll pop up on their timeline. And if they scroll past it and they reject it, they don't click on it, they're like, oh, must not be good. But if they click on it, then that counts as an impression. And so they give you a percentage of how many people clicked on this video. If a lot of people click on that video, they assume it's good. If, if like 30% click on the thumbnail, and they, they assume that it's a good thumbnail, a good title, it's attractive, and it's bringing in a lot of viewers. So they will show that to more people. They'll show it, they'll, they'll show it to a bigger audience. 
So when I'm posting videos and I got a handful of subscribers, what I'm hoping is two things. One, that they click on the video, and two, that they watch it all the way through the duration. And it especially helps if you watch it, and then you click on, at the end, there's a little thumbnail that pops up for a second video. If you click on that and go to the second video, then they're like, wow, people are staying on the platform. People are staying. Nick Moseter's engagement is really high. Not only did they watch one video, but they watched two videos. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just asking you guys. Let's let's make something go viral out there. And if you guys start a YouTube channel of your own talking about politics, if you stay away from certain subjects, then you might not actually get banned. Because I've been banned, which means I'm on the no-fly list. I'm not allowed to have I'm not allowed to have a YouTube channel. They'll once they figure out that I'm making videos on YouTube, it's going to be gone immediately. But since you guys haven't been banned, I suggest that you get on there Start pumping out videos. I know they're communists, but again, you can pull them over here. Uh, you know, I feel like it's, you know, using Rumble sometimes feels like you're fighting an eight-pound gorilla with a stick when you could be fighting it with a freaking bazooka. And uh, it's just, it's freaking hard. All right, so <coughs> I'm dying again. So old Nickel Bob Crane here. It's good to be back. Make sure to tune in here. For the 12 p.m. Uh, interview with Leah Hoops and Gregory Stenstrom. I'm going to try to get either CanCon or Behizzi to join me. Should be a good one. And I want to thank you guys for being a subscriber here. I want to thank you for watching. And I will see you next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home 
Homes Wall Outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.